Well, hello, hello. Welcome to Sacred Elohim, Dun and Light and Pearl Ministries. This is Kim from Mickey, your local rabbi and minister in little sleepy Lawrence County, Ohio. Had to turn my heat off. It's kind of hot. Face light away from my face so I could see what I'm doing here. So, this evening's events. So, we'll do about 15 or 20 minutes of news. Um, let's go to Facebook here. I want to read something and I want you to listen carefully to what they're saying. Um, we'll just go down through my Facebook page here. Don't want to talk about her. It's Liz Cheney being excommunicated. Biden is beginning to restore relationship with Palestinians while snubbing allies, according to one Republican. Here's what's happened. President Joe Biden is quickly revealing his Middle Eastern strategy, and it doesn't look good for Israel. First, he calls Palestinian Authority Prime Minister Muhammad Abbas in one of his first contacts as president has yet to call Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. Then the State Department announces it would restore diplomatic relationships with the Palestinian Authority and possibly open up the PLO's office in Washington, D.C. And the U.S. will restore the U.S. funding of the PA, which will withhold under the Taylor Force Act that prohibited murdering Paying Palestinian terrorists a salary. Ooh, that's not good. So he's now giving the Palestinians back a salary to murder people. Okay, let's go on and see what else. Next news, and this is off of Glenn Beck. BLM and Antifa march in Washington, threatening to burn down Washington, D.C. Let's see what Beck has on here. Protest leaders deliver a lecture about race, black, and indigenous lives to dinner at rest, diners at a restaurant. Black Lives Matter and Antifa protesters march in the streets of Washington, D.C., where demonstrators scuffle with police officers and the crowd shout threats to burn the nation's capital. On Saturday night, members of BMM and Antifa protested in Washington, where the regular chance, if we don't get it, we'll burn it. Independent photojournalist, and it gives Gutenberg, uh, shared this video, and I'm not going to look at the video, of anti-fascist actions and flags in the march. And I think I'll play one or two of these videos here. Get down here to this is what they're saying, people. Get 
That's one. Here's another one. Next. Okay, that's one. Here's the last one. This is what they're saying. This is what they're wanting, and they're not getting it. Um, now, I'm going to read the article here. Go on. It talks Saturday evening they were polling. Uh, on Saturday night, members of BLM and Antifa protested in Washington, D.C., where they regularly chant, if we don't get it, we'll burn it down. During an FTP march, they said, beep the police. The mob shouted anti-police battery cries, A-B-A-C-A-B, all cops are, and I'm not going to say it. The demonstrators stopped near a row of restaurants where protesters' le leaders delivered lectures about race, blacks, and indigenous lives to near nearby people eating dinner. Um, at one point, things escalated after a black block protester shined a light in the face of a police officer who then slapped away the flashlight. Uh, the black block member 
retaliated and smacked the officer in the face. The officer then pushed the crowd backwards by using his bicycle. The uh, black blocker protester then slapped another cop, and the officer thrusted his bike even more aggressively into the crowd, dressed in all black. During this intense situation, a female in the crowd tells the officer to put his face mask on. The BLM march ends with a speech honoring Eric Gardner, according to uh, Garch Wagner. We are here tonight because Black Lives Matter. The BLM crowd repeated after the main speaker, despite Black Lives Mattering, Black people are still dying at the hands of police, police, police paid by our tax dollars. The group recited the story of Eric Gardner, a New York man who died while in police custody in 2014. During this story, the crowd called the police officers the demagoguery name of, and I'm not going to say it, on multiple occasions. There were several chants, if I can't, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. Washington, D.C. has been heavily guarded since the Capitol riots on January the 6th. There were more than 26,000 National Guard troops in D.C. before President Joe Biden's inauguration, or a little Hitler. Um, there are currently about 7,000 National Guards in the city providing security. And this is co- according to some of the news right now. The numbers are expected to slow down to about 5,000, and they are set to stay until mid-March. The cost is about $5 million taxpayer. The U.S. Capitol building has been fortified with barricades and fencing, which may, may, many are calling for the structures to be removed. That's just your current news right now. Um... Let's check here. Ah, we're 10 minutes in. Good. Um, Another is Biden and the Constitution. And ACLJ is fighting it. Uh, A Christian organization wants to storytell instead of tell the true truth of what the Lord says. Part of the Heritage Foundation. I disagree with that. We should tell it just like it is. Ah, here we go. Ron Paul backs Chuck Schumer, a Democrat, in a corner. Ron Paul turns the tables on Chuck Schumer, demanding his impeachment by applying standards Dems used against Trump. The Republicans are now calling for Schumer and Pelosi to be impeached. Isn't that a coincidence? I think if the Democrats, see, I think if the Democrats had any bit of self-reflection, they would be saying this is a really terrible idea. Republican Senator Ron Paul declared Saturday that the Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer should be impeached if the standard Democrats are applying against, um, applying against the former president is applying equal to all politicians in positions of leadership. Last spring, as the Supreme Court was preparing to hear oral arguments 
in the momentous case that could have been significant impact on abortion rights in the United States. Chuck Schumer spoke out against the Supreme Court's associated Justice Neil Gorkich and Kavanaugh using inflammatory language. I want to tell you, Gorkich, I want to tell you, Kavanaugh, you have released the whirlwind and you will pay the price, Schumer said at a pro-abortion rally. You won't know what hit you if you go forward with this these awful decisions. In response, the Supreme Court Chief Justice spoke out against Schumer in a rare but extraordinary statement condemning the New York Democrat for dangerous rhetoric. Robert said in part, Justice knows the criticisms, some with territory, but threatening statements of this sort from the highest levels of government are not only inappropriate, they are dangerous. All members of the court will continue to do their job without fear or favor from whatever quarter. What did Ron Paul say? Speaking on Fox News Sunday, Ron uh, Paul said that if Congress applies democratic impeachment standards fairly, Schumer should be impeached and put on trial by the Senate. Trump's second impeachment trial begins on Tuesday. The House impeachment, his last month of incitement of insurrection, claims Trump allegations of the rigorous or stolen election incited the deadly violence in the Capitol on the 6th, which was not true. Um, If we are going to criticize speech, somehow impeach everyone who says, go fight to fear to hear your voice heard. I mean, really, we ought to impeach Chuck Schumer then, Paul says. He went on to the Supreme Court, stood in front of the in front of the Supreme Court, and said specifically, Hey Gorkovich, hey Kavanaugh, you've unleashed the whirlwind and you are going to pay the price. Paul continued. This inflammatory words, this violent rhetoric from Chuck Schumer was okay was okay you find it was so bad that the chief justice who rarely says anything publicly immediately said the kind of language is dangerous as a mob trying to invade the supreme court but paul continues democrats won't hold schumer or other democrat lawmakers accountable for their inflammatory rhetoric citing republican <clears throat> Representative Imam Omar and Maxine Waters. If people want to hold President Trump accountable for language, there has to be consistent standards. To my mind, it's a partisan farce because they are not doing anything to Chuck Schumer, not doing Okay, not doing anything to Omar Maxine Waters. It's just not fair. It's just not partisan politics under a different name, Paul said. Kentucky Senator went on to predict that Trump's defense team will use the word Democratic lawmakers against them during Trump's Senate trial. 
If you're going to criticize his speech, you have to do it with the same standards. You can't just criminalize a Republican speech and ignore all the Democrats who have incited violence, Paul said. The thing is, we can't just have a double standard. Both parties has to be treated the same, he continued. I think if Democrats have a bit more self-reflection, they would be saying, this is a real terrible idea. And that is what Ron Paul said on The Blaze. So there's your news as it stands. Um, and we'll go down through here and see if there's anything else that we need to look at before I move on. And we are done with the news. So I'm going to cut here for a few minutes and be right back. Okay, hello everybody. So we got the verdicts back on my mom and me and my household. We were exposed to COVID-19. Um, <clears throat> we, my quarantine will be coming up to an end here in a couple days. Um, my mom right now has got eight days left. And so does my husband. Um, right now my mom has to take special precautions she has to go to a unit where they isolate her from everybody else to do her um, therapy for her kidneys so she's gone for four hours right now in Greenup um, and then we'll be home um, right now we got snow on, big deal, huh? My husband's asleep right now, and I'm just sitting here. So I'm on, I'm gonna wrap this up for long and then do another recording later. But I did one on Biden and what's going on as far as the impeachment trial, they're already saying that it's going to be acquitted anyway, so there's nothing they can do. Um, Basically, Trump's going to just get a slap on the hand and go, which I'm kind of happy my big brother's getting his just desserts um, that he feels is necessary. They're trying to bring him in to question him, and he won't respond to their questioning. He's better than that, and they don't need to bother with him dealing with this. So I did about 15 minutes shot in and i'm gonna call this one and call it a day and then i'm gonna do my hour podcasting later this evening and we are going to start picking up on a new series and then we will pick up probably later in the summer on a revelation series again where we left off and yes i will admit there's certain areas papa revealed to me that i am mentioned in his book um, but I'm not going to go and elaborate that. Um, we will pick up where we left off and I might just start the whole series over again. Um, I have been up for a year and we've talked a lot about prophecy. Um, we will continue that, but I'm going to be going into Esther. I decided instead of charging for it. We're going to um, just do it here. Um, I'm setting something up now that people will be able to get the information, uh, my outlines and whatever, when I get ready for it. Um, 
remember Purim is on the 25th and 26th of this month. So we will be going through the book of Esther. So get ready for it, people. Esther's coming. So I'm going to cut here, upload this, and I'll be done for the day until this evening when I do my new trailer run. Bye. God bless.